Welcome to the third episode of Fearlessly. I'm Bo Zhang and thank you for listening in. As you know, this podcast is all about sharing unique individual stories and there's just so much we can learn from each other. And I personally try to learn from both positive and negative interactions I have with others. And today's episode is one that focuses on a negative interaction a negative experience I once had on a Sydney train ride back in 2019 and I hope this all makes us angry. Now I hopped on a train that was completely packed on a Wednesday night. It was around 6.30pm and it was so packed to the point that people were just standing like shoulder by shoulder, bumping into each other, eye to eye level, just so packed and By the time I was about three minutes away from my stop, obviously, I was very excited. Now, this train in particular was extremely quiet. Everyone was just scrolling through their phones and minding their own business. And just to remind you, I'm about three minutes away from my stop. Now, suddenly, out of nowhere, one man decided to break the silence. He was tall, he was wearing casual, comfortable clothes, and he had a wide frame. He grabbed the attention of the shorter old man uh, who was standing right next to him. Now, the tall man uh, was white and he had a smile on his face. And uh, the shorter old man, by the way, was an Asian man uh, who seemed like he was just going home after a hard day at work. Anyhow, he looked down. So the white man looked down and said to the Asian man, hey, mate. And then the Asian man glanced up at the white man and said, yes. Now the white man smiled and said, do you, do you have something in your jacket? Now everyone on the train started to take glances at the interaction between these two men because of the random question that this man asked. So the old Asian man looked puzzled and he opened up his jacket slowly and showed you know, the white man, that there was nothing in here. He looked very confused, though, and he looked up and said, no. Now, the white man continued to look down at the Asian man, who was much shorter than him, and said, no, you do have something in your jacket. Do you have fish in your jacket? And the Asian man was embarrassed, and he looked at his jacket again and said, no, I don't. And the white man started to laugh loudly and repeated himself in a louder voice as if the Asian man didn't understand him the first time. And he said, Do you have fish in your jacket? (laughs) Because you smell like fish, mate. (laughs) And he continued to laugh like that. And the Asian man put his head down and he tilted side to side and he just stayed quiet. He tried to hide his face and he tugged on his jacket. He looked completely uncomfortable. Now, by this time, I'm about two minutes away from my stop. And let me tell you, this is one of the most horrific experiences in my life. It was horrific to see that someone who was much bigger was just mocking this poor old Asian man. Now... I was so shocked that I could feel my head spin and the cold sweat started to climb down my spine. I was feeling uneasy, you know, and there were two types of voices that were in my head. 
and it was, Bo, come on, you have two minutes left. You're literally going to make a scene. Just, just hop off quietly. And then the other voice in my head was saying, Bo, how can you go to sleep at night knowing that this poor old Asian man had been belittled like this? He's literally just alone on this train, feeling like he is the problem when he's not. I started to look around the train to see so many people taking glimpses at the situation as the as the taller white man started to laugh continuously and mutter, so fishy, so fishy, fish in your jacket. And the Asian, Asian man's head was tilting lower and lower. Now, no one stood up. I even prayed and hoped that someone, someone who was older than me, someone who knew more about me than the world, you know, someone who knew more about the world than myself would actually say something to say, hey, mate, this is not right. You should apologize. But no one said a single word. I had about a minute left until I got off my stop and I had enough. I pushed my way through about five people in front of me to get to the Asian man and the white man. And I said to the Asian man, hey, I just wanted to say that you should ignore what that man just said. The words he said are a true reflection of what type of person he is rather than who you are. I hope you're okay. And I'm sorry that you had to deal with an idiot like this on this train. Now, I took a glance at the white man who stopped uttering fishy fishy under his breath. And he was shocked and wordless. Now, as soon as we looked at each other eye to eye, he, the white man, looked at me as if I was some perpetrator making him feel uncomfortable and my suppressed emotions exploded. I raised my voice. How dare you treat someone like that? What does that say about the human you are? Are you that much of a lowlife to publicly humiliate someone like that? You should apologize. And he stood there, shocked. And... While I was screaming this, uh, people from downstairs and upstairs of the older trains uh, started to, you know, make this themselves um, make their way out so that they could get out of the train. And they started to look at this situation. I started to yell, apologize, apologize. And this is when I arrived at my stop. And my brother, Che, he was coincidentally walking down from upstairs and he helped me to get off the train as I continued to yell from the platform, apologize. My eyes were filled with tears and my heart was pounding as the doors closed on the train. And I remember looking at the eyes of that man who was standing there, shocked and silent. Look, I'm not saying that yelling in public is something heroic. In fact, I hope to become someone who can react more effectively and rationally in a situation like this. Though, what is the perfect way to react in a situation like this? An ignorant person's mouth opens out of nowhere in the public arena or in private, leaving us in a dumbfounded situation that is totally unexpected. Yes, I was fearful inside to point out his behavior as wrong, but appeared fearless outside to point out that what he is doing is wrong. And the pain was and is still real. Looking at that Asian man, my heart still drops. Imagine if that was your own dad in a situation where someone was mocking them for having fish in their jacket. 
And yet your dad is in a country that he migrated to and he's being mocked by a so-called local. And the people on the train are just looking at him, yet not defending this man and telling that man who is speaking utter ignorant comments as wrong. They're not even pointing out that this is wrong. Look, we can't change ignorant people within one interaction. And I doubt that by me shouting apologize to that bully on the train would have changed his values instantly. Though I do think that it is probably the first time that someone has called out his behavior as unacceptable. The fact that he continued on multiple occasions to mock and laugh at the old Asian man meant pretty much that this white man felt entitled to carry on and he didn't even have to second guess that his words or actions were in fact hurting someone and by me making a big scene out of this situation i was quite glad to hear to see that white man's face go bright red yep not the poor old asian man's but the white man so this shows one thing you know we can't control the ignorance that comes out of someone's mouth Though it is within our control to stand up against people who offer the nonsensical level of confidence to humiliate others. Now, as decent human beings, we treat each other with respect and dignity. And I hope that we as people who share these human and respectful values can suppress our fear and point out to bullies out there that this is unacceptable. Now, to the bully who was pointing out that someone, the old Asian man, smells or seems different, humiliating him further by saying he's fishy, fishy. I hope you can reflect on how disgusting that night was. Stop thinking that you are more or less than someone. It's of great sadness that I'm continuing to see these forms on bullying on public transport. Now, people continue to to be also victimized at schools by bullies like this as well. And workplaces too. And you know, if we can't stop the words coming out of these bullies' mouths to all the humans who are respectful and loving of each other, let's point it out. Let's point out that this is wrong. So to the bully who asked, do you have fish in your jacket? No, the man didn't have fish in his jacket. And the only thing fishy and stinky perhaps are the words that came out of your mouth that night. And I am glad and sorry to a certain extent that you were made to feel uncomfortable in that moment. That I embarrassed you that night. You're not the first person or the last person that will continue to bully someone. Though the fearless voices of everyday people like myself are growing. To all the ones who continue to bully, to who continue to ignorantly open your mouths to humiliate and hurt someone, let me ask you a question. Do you have something under your jacket? Do you have something under your sweater? Layer by layer, we get closer to your heart. And if you're human, I know that there's still kindness in your heart. So please... Please may you reflect on this and try to treat others with dignity and respect. And if your humanity does not come out, 
I'm sure many fearless voices will continue to point this out.